beautiful Port City Pearl. It's 50 watts, 6v6. It's just a stunning, stunning amp. It has, um, it's the 212 oversized cab vertical. Um, I have a Celestian Alnico Creamback in the bottom and a Celestian Creamback 65 up top. And I am just absolutely thrilled with it. So, welcome everyone to the Overdriven Guitar Network podcast. Um, this week's podcast is sponsored by Port City Amplifiers. And we are going to be talking to Daniel Klein of Port City Amps. So, first thing I want to do is tell you guys about this giveaway we're doing. Which is actually one of two, so not the Analog Man Bicomp that happens to belong to me that we're giving away, which is also awesome. But uh, Daniel has offered uh, me to give away to you guys um, a 15% off anything that they sell coupon. Um, so to be entered to win, all you have to do is go over to their Facebook page, hit like, and you'll be entered to win. And if you want to double down and improve your odds, go ahead and shoot over to the Overdriven Guitar Network website and sign up for our newsletter. And you're signed up. You're good to go. And that'll put your name in the hat twice. So, if you're already a fan of Port City Amplifiers and you like their page, and you already are signed up for the newsletter, you're entered to win. Um, it would be helpful to let us know if you already do like Port City Amps so that we can make sure that your name is in there twice. And yeah, and we'll do the drawing on uh, January 21st, Monday, next week. So we'll do the Port City Amplifier Showcase all week long. And then in celebration of all things Port City, we will uh, draw the lucky winner of that. And for our other giveaway we're doing is um, you sign up for the newsletter and you will be entered to win an Analog Man Bicomp with an upgraded high cut switch. This is a pedal that I personally had purchased. I spent probably, I think, somewhere around $340 for it. And I'm giving it away free, no strings attached. It's yours. Well, one string. All you got to do is go sign up for my newsletter. And what that means is you'll get updates on the showcase. You'll find out, you know, artist interviews, gear interviews. I'm going to NAM. You know, I'll give you some updates on that. It's going to be some cool stuff. And so sign up for the newsletter. You'll be included in that. And one of my big goals that I really want to do is I really want to try to do a giveaway with each company we showcase I'm, I'm really uh, hoping to work towards that and so being on that newsletter will automatically put you in for most showcases or most giveaways that we're planning on doing I'm sure there will be some special circumstances where you know I'll expect something else but uh, being on that list you all already be in so be a part of it stay tuned you know, stay up to date, go like us on Facebook, be a part of the group, chat with us, tell us gear stories. I mean, you know, we're, we're there, we're with you, and I'm trying to give you a behind-the-scenes look at all this stuff, which I think is fun and awesome and rad, and, you know, I want to share that with you. All right, so, 
Here's Daniel Klein of Port City Amplifiers. Cool. Um, my name is Thanks, Daniel guys. Klein, and I'm the owner and manager of uh, Port City Amplifiers. Uh, originally started in Wilmington, North Carolina, hence the name, right on the coast. Uh, but we recently moved uh, to the beautiful mountains. And so we're right outside of Asheville in a little town called Swannanoa. And uh, it's a great place to be. Nice. And so uh, I mean, what, what inspired you to start building amps? I, we did a written interview, and it said that you were a musician for 10 years, so I'm also curious about that. Yeah, um, so so yeah, I was a professional musician, um, and you know, had a good time doing that, but um, you know, you can only ride around in a van for so long before it kind of gets old, and uh, you know, I was just looking for a little bit of a, of a transition from that, and um, so I uh, started teaching professionally at that point, and, um, you know, had a good run of that and uh, really enjoyed it. And it keeps your hands really sharp and your theory really sharp, which is something I really appreciated. Um, something I thought you know, might happen once I left the band and, and whatnot. But things uh, went well and I enjoyed it. But, man, teaching is so seasonal. Um, you know, between Thanksgiving and New Year's, you're basically making jack. And summer's really difficult as well if you've got a lot of younger students. So I just needed something a little bit more stable. And so uh, some friends of mine uh, had purchased a company called Mojo Musical Supply from California, and they set it up in Winston-Salem, where I was currently living. And um, I was just like, hey, you know, I, I like to, uh, to to get my hands dirty in amps. And so I was able to uh, to get a job with them, and that's, that's really when the bug kind of hit me because uh, Mojo sells parts to pretty much every – boutique amplifier maker um, in some way, form, or fashion, be it capacitors, tubes, transistors, whatever. But it was really neat because, you know, these, these builders that I respected so much um, that would call in and place their orders and uh, and you know, I'd have the opportunity to talk with them and pick their brains, and um, and man, it was just really, really cool just to hear the different uh, approaches to design, um, and, and just what certain builders were going for and how they achieved it, um, and that. So you know, when I was a professional musician on the road, you know you can't really afford or you don't have the availability of a tech. So you have to be able to service your own amps. And so I, I was relatively familiar with, with the basics. But once I got working at Mojo and talking to, you know, a lot of the guys and and really learning about it, uh, that's when, you know, um, someone recommended a couple uh, linear electronic books and just uh, some history manuals of, of how certain amps achieve their tones. And at that point, I was like, wow, this is so cool. Cool. So I ended up um, building, you know, a handful of uh, basement clones, and uh, and that was it. And uh, I eventually decided uh, I was going to leave Mojo and start my own company. Oh, very cool. Uh, and Mojo Tones, uh, I mean, that's where a majority of these uh, they get their cabs in from, too, right? Is that the same? Yeah, totally. I mean, they 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 supply the cabs, they do the builds, or they they supply the parts for I think it's nearly a, over a hundred amplifier makers so they're they're definitely the behemoth you know um, and a lot of stuff goes through them so having worked there you really get access to a lot of really unique uh, industry professionals yeah I can imagine uh, I, I ordered uh, alongside the uh, 
pearl I got from you, I had ordered a Friedman Dirty Shirley, and uh, I wanted a custom Tolex, and uh, apparently they get it from Mojo as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, uh, it was not really expecting that. So, it's definitely a um, nice spot to land in if you're uh, prior to jumping into business for yourself for it. Yeah, it's really cool, and, and you know, uh, there, there are some confidentiality things, because I don't think some of the amp companies that are out there really want it known that they're not building their amps. Um, you know, cause Mojo, they just, they, they literally, you know, soup to nuts, boom, they're, they build everything, they stock everything, they test everything, they ship everything. Um, so it's, it's very interesting to see, um, again, the process that, that some, and I'm not knocking that at all. If, if, you know, if you're located somewhere or you've got more business than you can handle and you need to outsource things, that's fine, man. Uh, I mean, that's not the way that we do things at Port City, but, um, you know, it's interesting uh, that that's one of the services that they provide. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I mean, I got to say that out of, I haven't looked in too many amps, but uh, your, your wiring and how you do it is definitely a lot cleaner than uh, probably anything I've seen. I mean, you really cool. take some detail and um, go after it. It's very impressive. Yeah, I mean, we, we view what we do as, as art. We really do. Um, and, you know, everyone that, that works here, you know, from the wood shop to, you know, my manager, Spencer, um, you know, we do, we're really hands-on and, um, you know, we don't cut corners. We, we don't, we don't build, we build up to a standard, not down to a price. I always like to say that because a lot of people are like, you know, wow, your amps are so expensive. And, well, they are, and, you know, so is, you know, really nice Mercedes. But, you know, we don't apologize for that. And, you know, we're not claiming superiority over anybody. You know, we're just, we've got, you know, a way that we do things here. Some people like it, you know, and, and are, are you know, behind us and we've got a, a good little tribe, but, you know, one of the things is the attention to detail. And we, we really, you know, I remember if people, you know, haven't been on the, the, the podcast, uh, um, website or the, uh, the Facebook page that, that you have, you know, you've got some pictures of the, the pearl and the, the cabinet that we made for you. And it's a really awesome color combination too, um, the, the white and the purple, but you know, it's a really stunning cabinet. And so what we do is we try to have the, the insides reflect what you can see, you know, on the outside. And because most people don't look under the hood, so to speak, they don't take their chassis out. You know, um, I knew you were going to do that, by the way, because I can tell, you know, you're that kind of person. So that's really cool. But, you know, we, we would love it when people, you know, peek under the hood and they're like, dude, this amp looks amazing inside. And, uh, you know, it's just one of the things we, we, we really pride ourselves on. Uh yeah, it, I mean it absolutely shows, and I mean, and again, the the like you just mentioned, the cab I got from you is stunning, and you know, and really the price point is spot on for if you want a boutique hand wired amp, you know, custom made for you. It's, I I think it's more than reasonable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are companies that do similar amps for less and companies that do similar amps for more. But, um, you know, we're, we're what we think uh, is a reasonable price at a reasonable price point. And, uh, you know, we're not looking to gouge anyone or give anything away. So um, balance is key, and I think we've got it in our current pricing. I agree. Um, and so what what's your inspiration behind the amps? Um, that's That's interesting because um i'm so i'm so utilitarian i'm very very 
um, Occam's razor, you know, the simplest is the simplest option most likely is the best. And, you know, there are a lot of really great um, channel switching apps or, you know, amps with just bells and whistles and gizmos. And, and man, I think that that's great, you know, but it's just not us. Most of our amps, you know, our Merino has two knobs uh, and a switch. And our Pearl has four knobs and a switch. Um, so, I mean, we're really, really simple. So um, I'm traditionally a Fender guy when it comes to just circuits. That's definitely my my most comfortable, um, you know, I, I can pretty much get into any Fender and, and, and feel really, really comfortable. So a lot of, a lot of my inspiration comes from Fender, but, you know, I've also done work on, you know, Marshalls and a lot of Dumble style amps. Um, some Saldanos uh, have been really, really cool that I've messed with. Um, so I, I really just try to take a little bit from, from everything, you know, kind of like musicians, right. you know, we have a lot of different influences and we pick a little bit from a lot of different, you know, places, but we ultimately try to make our own spin, uh, on things. And, uh, so I hope that answers and, the question. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, um, you know, I, I definitely lean Fender myself, um, like ask style amps is, uh, you know, I, uh, my, my main amp for a little while was a 65 Fender Tremolux. Um, mm, great and amp. so then, and then, yeah, and I've always kind of, I've always had personally had a hard time kind of me playing Marshalls and making it sound like I wanted or, um, a, a British style sounding amp. And so when I went to get yours, I had been talking to someone and I was also, I just got a 66 Pro Reverb in um, a couple days ago from a buddy. And uh, a little while back, someone had told me that, the, you know, the Port City would, you know, would basically be the same thing as what I just got. And um, so I wasn't, you know, I was curious about how that would pan out. And it's, they're not, I mean, I, oh, slightly alike, but you're, I, have, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard an amp quite like yours. It's, um... There just seems to be this like compression and warmth behind it. That's um, yeah, it's definitely not. I mean, it's very unique to that. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. Um, and you know, that's just a matter of um, just really testing and testing and testing and and finding out what works and then why and then building on that. Um, but you know, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're just trying to make something unique and something that speaks to people and something that inspires people. And um, you know, our amps are not for everybody, and and that's that's fine. I I wouldn't want it to be that. Um, so I'm glad that they uh, resonates with you and and you know, is something you dig. So that's awesome. Yeah, love it. Um, are you going out to Nam this year? Or? We are not. We went two years ago, and uh, we had a really good time, um, but we're not going to do that. Uh, we will probably end up going next year. Uh, we've got a pretty busy, busy year ahead of us. Um, you know, sales are strong, and so things are good. Um, but, you know, we wanted if – we, if we were going to go out to NAMM, um, you know, you always want to kind of put your – best foot forward and, you know, kind of release some new stuff. And right now we've got, you know, three amps in the prototype, prototype phase um, and some other, some other products coming down the pipeline as well. So, you know, if that continues to work and we meet our deadlines, I could definitely see us um, having a really big um, uh, launch, product launch at NAM. So we're just undecided right now, right, um, but we'll see. 
And um, I will ask this not expecting an answer. Is there any sort of hint you could give it what you got coming up or just wait and see? Yeah, um, some stuff I can talk about. Um, so we've, we've been messing with a dual channel amp for a long time. Um, and for the people who, who know us and know our history, we, we once had an, an amp called a Brit 50 which uh, you can see, like, a video of, like, Andy Wood playing it, um, you know, on YouTube. And uh, it's, it's kind of a modded JCM 800, but, with, but that's, that was the foundation for that amp, but it's definitely got some tweaks and some unique characteristics. Um, and, you know, that amp sounded really good, and I was really proud of it. And that amp did not sell... <laughs> at well at all and i was like man that stinks and so uh we got the idea to basically if we could have a, a two-channel amp essentially having a pearl and then building on a second channel of that brit 50 hmm. and so we think that that's going to be the ticket uh have a great effects loop in there and um so we're, we've been working on that for a while we're mainly trying to work out some kinks in the relay between the two uh, channels just so it's seamless switching and there's no tone degradation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one of the things that we're looking at. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Um, we're, um, the, the people have really, really loved the Solstice uh, because of the unique tremolo and reverb in it. Um, but a lot of people, you know, have said just 50 watts is too much. And so we're most likely going to release a Merino, um, which is, you know, currently a 6v6-based amp. It's 20 watts. It's super cool. It's small. It's lightweight, uh, but it's really loud. sounds amazing. Um, but we're probably, uh, we're already working on releasing the Merino with the same reverb and tremolo that the Solstice has, and we're looking for a summer launch with that. Oh, awesome. Um, so yeah. that's one of the things that we're, we're looking at. Also, it looks like we're going to get into the FRFR game. Um, a lot of the guys with the modeling software, whether it's, you know, the Kemper stuff or the Fractal, right. um, you know, they, they really love that. And, you know, we are known for our cabinets because uh, it's, you know, it's a proprietary patented, you know, wave cabinet design. Yeah. And um, so I think if we can find the right speaker, um, um, the new speaker coming out from Celestion, uh, I think is going to be the trick. I've been talking with them and um, they're going to be releasing that hopefully next month. So I'm supposed to get a, uh, a test version of that speaker and we're going to do some, uh, some sound analysis test and see how it works, see how it responds. And if it does what I think it's going to do, then we're going to re- launch all of our cabinets with the FRFR option. Oh, really? That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely between, so you got to, I mean, we have a lot of bedroom players, it seems like, coming out more and more, and and people are dialing down the uh, wattage of your, the amps, you know, between 10 and 20, is, seems yeah. to be a big thing as well, obviously, the um, amp modeling. Um, I have yeah. I haven't fully latched onto that. Um, I had purchased a Helix for the effects side of things, but uh, mm-hmm. the modeling still not sold personally on the modeling. But um, but yeah, I mean it's you know I get, I also haven't heard it through you know a killer cab and that type of setup either. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I used to own a, a Fractal and it was really cool. I mean, great for for recording. Um, you know, at the time when I had it, you know, my son had just been born. So it was really nice to be able to get a good tone, um, 
you know, at, at you know ten thirty at night and not you know with your headphones and not uh, bother anybody. Um, you know, sadly, um, a lot of my um, my peers in 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 you know a small you know boutique business um, owners that have gear related things like you know amps and whatnot and pedals they. They, there's a resistance to, to the fractal stuff and, and the helix and, and the Kemper. And, you know, I can understand that on one side, but, you know, if you, if you take it for what it is, it's just another tool. And I think to not utilize something, if it can fill a need, uh, I think is ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and, you know, some of that stuff sounds great. I mean, there's been some amazing sounding albums and tracks I mean that that have been recorded just with with that stuff, and there's not a speaker cabinet in sight. Um, and I think that's really really cool. Um, I mean, obviously, my living depends on people, you know, who want the opposite of that. But again, I'm not threatened by it because you know I know a lot of players who use that fractal or the helix or the you know the Kemper through one of my cabinets, or they run it directly into a Pearl, and uh, and that's very very cool too. Yeah, I you know I I like to use it in conjunction with, you know, it's, um, I'm still definitely, you know, the tubes and, you know, the warmth of that sound and not getting too far away from that and don't quite feel like digital's up to that yet, but, I mean, it definitely makes sense to get a part of it, and, I mean, so, like, with my Pearl, I got the oversized vertical cab, which, um, was, it was an awesome, uh, you know, I had, I, I looked endless hours, like honestly, hours and hours for different, you know, just cab designs. And that one was one that really jumped out at me. And uh, then after getting it, you know, it's probably three quarters of the size of a uh, 412, but with just the two speakers, but still you just get uh, a wonderful bass response and stuff like that, that oftentimes I feel like is lacking. And so, yeah, it's, it would be awesome to see what um, the modeling plus a cab like that would do. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm actually honored that um, they, right now, if you get, um, um, I forget who has it, but you can search it online. There are Port City IRs, um, you know, that, that you can use, which I think is great, um, you know. So, again, I'm not threatened by it, and, you know, someone, they, they like the way that our cabinet, you know, um, works and sounds and so they've got it modeled now which uh you know kudos to them that's i did not realize that i'm gonna do some hunting later cool and so I, and I, that's some pretty cool stuff coming up through 2009 how many how many people do you have working for you um we've got myself um and my manager spencer who is awesome like he's dude he's so cool i'm actually kind of disappointed he's not here right now um so he um he got out of college uh for he um graduated with a um a um engineering degree in manufacturing so he's like a cad genius and like just a super cool guy really super passionate about what he does like he gets it he gets the 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 critical eye you know the attention to detail and and the passion behind you know what we do um we do have a uh, we outsource all of our cabinets to um uh, a company here um and 
man. He also builds a whole bunch of cabinets for other companies as well, but we were his first, and we still are his biggest client. Um, we keep him really busy. So um, his name is Joey. He's great. He's a musician himself. He really gets it. Awesome. And you know, I've, I've had four different companies build my cabs, and I can tell you without a doubt, he the, the cabinets that we've had built for the past three and a half years by him are the best cabinets um, that I've ever been able to offer. The construction is top-notch. Uh, we have environmentally uh, sourced, uh, pardon me, we have environmentally sustainable woods that we use. We also have a environmentally friendly glue that we use. Um, so we try to be friendly on the environment. Um, and Joey loves all that stuff too. So we got Spencer, we got Joey, we got myself, and then um, we've got uh, we've got one other part-time guy that comes in on an as-needed basis. So we're a pretty small crew, but we're dedicated and passionate. Um, yeah, and I'm you know I'm a big staunch supporter of sustainability um i actually uh my normal day job is um aquaculture and so that's uh, basically fish farming and uh yeah and and a matter of you know uh not depleting wild stocks and trying to uh provide a uh, you know a sustainable source of i mean anything uh for people so i you know i definitely respect that and and speaking for the amps itself it's um yeah i like like i said endless hours and yours uh, the your amps definitely or your cabinets just the cabinets that stood out specifically as uh, you know something extra special and whether i wanted to go with another port city amp itself or just go with the you know i mean i feel like whatever i decide to do in the future it's like port city cabinet at the very least would be necessary if not right one of your other models yeah and and there we have a lot of uh a lot of clients who are repeat you know um you know patrons to us and we appreciate that and, and you know uh, again there are so many great heads out there and you know you know someone one of my clients who bought just a ridiculous amount of stuff they got a brand new morgan uh, uh and Dude, that's a great sounding amp, but he wanted a Port City Cab to go along with it. And so we matched the aesthetic, uh, had another guy with a third power um, head, and we matched his. So uh, a lot of people, you know, really dig what we do. And, you know, Dave Wiener, the Steve Vai band, he gave me a quote. Um, we were we were doing a clinic tour, um, and we were in South Carolina because at the the time, uh, this is years ago, he was one of our artists, and uh, so occasionally we'll get one of our artists and do a clinic tour. I've done the clinic tour with um, uh, Dave Wiener and also Greg Howe, and um, we were eating breakfast one morning, and he was like, dude, your cabinets, it's like going from standard television to high-definition television. Once you hear a wave cabinet, you can't go back, yeah. and I was like, I just dropped my spoon and my, like, whatever frosted flakes or whatever cheap banquet cereal they have at a, at a you know Hampton Inn and I was like dude can I use that he's like yeah of course so I took it and uh, and so we're good nice um and so uh, I mean yeah I I absolutely agree and so uh with you just mentioning Dave Weiner and Andy Wood earlier what other artists have you uh kind of worked with and uh what sort of involvement do they get and uh any sort of tweaks on the amps and that type of thing yeah, well, first of all, I think it's really important to that everyone knows that I treat I, I treat you, I treat everyone else the same. There is no preferential 
star treatment. I just don't do that. I mean, everyone, I, I treat everyone as if they're Keith Urban. Um, you know, I, you and I have been, you know, I texted you, you know, photos as the amp was being built. Um, you know, you and I have been in constant contact um, just about gear and, and, you know, anything I can do to help you, you know, I've been really um, attentive and, and available. And I'm sure you would agree. And so that. that's, yeah, no, that's what we do. And so, um, you know, so everyone, you know, who, who wants an amp or something special, a little bit custom, just give us a call. I mean, that's not reserved for some elite tier of artists. You know, if you want, you know, a, a Pearl with a mid-boost switch, call us, you know, or if you want, you know, something special, man, just give us a buzz. If we can't do it, we, we'll just be upright and, and honest. But if we can, we're going to make it happen. Right. Um, but as far as artists go, you know, we've really, really been fortunate because of what we were talking about earlier with the wave cabinets and how many different styles of, of players use them. Um, you know, we've got everyone from, you know, Ty Tabor of King's X to Keith Urban um, to Jimmy Herring to Dweezil Zappa, you know, so all of these guys. So a, a lot of artists, pardon me, a lot of other companies, and this is not necessarily a bad thing, uh, they tend to kind of have their niche of their people. You know, like their our amps really uh, feature this type of player or something like that. And, you know, like... You know, you know what a what a Randall player sounds like, you know, uh, or their clientele. Now, I'm not yes, putting them down. You know, it's just that's they service a specific clientele yeah. or client base, and that's cool. But we're we're really fortunate to have a lot of unique players. Um, but you know, and we also don't lock people down. There are no contracts. Everyone pays for for their gear. I mean, obviously, artists get it for a, at a heavily discounted rate. But there are no freebies. I mean, Keith Urban, Tosin Abasi, you know, everyone who's played our gear, um, you know, has paid for it. And so that means that they want to play it. Right. You know, because anyone will take something for free. But if they have to pay out for it, then, then that's cool. But yeah. um, some of the more um, – more, all of my artists I view as friends, and we get along really, really well. So, if you're listening and you know you're one of our artists, and I'm not saying your name, I apologize. I just can't hit everyone. But some of the highlights: uh, Jimmy Herring. Um, I've loved that guy, you know, for for 20 years now, and just to to be you know friends with him and to 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 be able to hang out and have him call me and ask questions about gear, you know, and I think that's super cool. And I'm really happy because he's just such a monster player and just such a sweetheart. Um, Dusty from Between the Buried and Me, I mean, that guy's like my brother. I mean, he he and I are super tight, and uh, I really, really appreciate him. Um, David Ryan Harris, uh, who's got an amazing solo career but also works with John Mayer, um, he's awesome great to work with i really really love that guy um alex mahacek um if you guys don't know who that is please pause this podcast and just google alex mahacek because man he is incredible he's an austrian guitar player lives in la now but he's he's really fantastic an amazing individual he and his wife are, are just super people um and then one of the re recent artists that we picked up at the nam show actually two years ago is this uh, young guy named justice west who is one of the most impressive guitar players i have ever 
ever heard, and he's just turned 21, and he's played with a ton of people. And if he keeps on this path by the time he's 25, I think he's going to be ruling the world. Definitely some names to look up. Um, and I, I think since you were so convinced on Alex, I'll try to uh, add an, uh, the link into that uh, the showcase page to a couple of these artists so people can shoot over and check them out. Oh, yeah, that's great. And also, um, if you go to the Port City website, uh, there's an artist page, and you can click on their photos, and that will take you to either their Facebook page, a SoundCloud uh, page, or their own uh, website. I will link the artist page. would be much, much easier. Um, cool. And so to backtrack a little bit, I did want to uh, mention, kind of you brought up my experience with you, and I'm not a super anal person, but this uh, go around for deciding what I wanted to purchase and what I wanted and didn't want was, um, I was a bit pickier. I'm not one to necessarily change what I want on an amplifier. I feel that uh, a builder is an artist and I am not, so um, I would rather go with what they uh, envisioned for it. But, you know, I mean, specifics from uh, what speakers I chose and, um, you know, cab design. It's, um, I felt that I truly was able to uh, do whatever. I mean, you were uh, amenable to me and uh, whatever I kind of uh, envisioned for uh, this amp coming out. You know, uh, you normally do the, uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank on it. What's the speakers you usually use? Um, we really like the WGS speakers, yes. the warehouse guitar speakers. Um, they're they're really superbly made. Um, it's a Kentucky company, um, and the, the owner. I mean, he's been to my house before. I mean, it's just a really good group of people. It's a small business, and you know, I, I will say this about them. You know, over our 11-year history at Port City, we've installed virtually every type of speaker in our cabinets, and the attention to detail and the quality control that WGS speakers have, I've never seen in another speaker company. And we've loaded thousands of speakers. And, you know, I will tell you that for all the WGS ones, I've not had one single issue. And that's something I cannot say about any of the other speaker companies that we've worked with. And that's, you know, um, I... T and sorry to cut off right after that is I didn't actually go with WG, uh, SG or uh, warehouse speaker. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't go with the warehouse uh, speakers in my cabinet, though. What did you get? Uh, you put the Celestians, uh, the Alnico creams. And, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, those are amazing, too. Yeah, uh, the, the Alnicos are great. You put the Alnico cream and then the 65-watt cream back. Right, and so, right. We uh, we did mi uh, mis mismatch speakers in it, and it was yeah no it's uh but and can I can I ask you a couple questions about uh, that? Absolutely. Cool. So why those two why 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 those two speakers? Um, I I personally uh, out of all the amps I have and even up until this '66 uh, Pro Reverb that I just got that has '70s, um, uh, it what is it? Um, not Celestian, uh, and so like all my speakers, my uh, basically the '65 Tremlux I had, I would run Alnico creams for. Um, I had an Oldfield 6700 that I'd run um, uh, Creamback 65 watts for, and so 
it's just kind of that's that I kind of gravitate around that line of speakers, and that's uh, what I whether I use one or the other for a lot of the things. It's kind of what I found I enjoy as being part of my sound, and so that's kind of why I went with those. Um, I found the Alnico creams work a lot better with kind of a Fendry esque amp. Um, and so that's why I had gone with that, but I wanted to do the mismatch because um, the Alnico, it's very, very clean, and it's, it feels hard to break it up. So, you know, I kind of wanted a little, you know, a little dynamic. Uh, and do that speaker cab, I, I went with the very clean, very, you know, 90-watt Alnico on the, on the bottom side, and then the 65-watt up top. So, you know, the... You know, hopefully the loud, clean is hitting you in the chest, and uh, if it break up and that type of stuff, uh, it would be hitting, you know, someone in the face type of thing. Like, um, but it it really really did create a, a beautiful dynamic, especially with this pearl, and then the oversized cab, which um, there was a lot of you know uh, kind of a, this buttery warmth. Uh, that's probably why they call them creambacks. But but yeah, that's you know. Uh, um, but the reason I wanted to go with it was because I tried to, you know, really formulate my sound, and that's uh, part of uh, what I feel that sound is. Yeah, and kudos to you for 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 going that route because that Alnico speaker is not cheap, yeah. and um, you know, but you you ultimately went with exactly what you wanted, and um, and I think that that's really cool. You you chose not to compromise at all. So, no, no, that's, you know, that, that's really neat. Yeah, and I, that's kind of, like I said, what I did with the um, uh, my old field cab that I use with the Tremelux. It has, you mm -hmm. know, two of those Alnicos in it. And then I have a, a Fender Deluxe, but it was this Pine series. And so that has also has an Alnico cream. So, you know, right. I, have, I have four or five of them running around here. That's really cool. And, you know, old field amps, um, I think other than California... I think North Carolina has the most uh, amp builders That's what it in, uh, in the state because we've got Oldfield, we got Port City, we have Carr, we have Swart, um, and I'm sure there's a couple others that I'm missing. But um, North Carolina is is really, really, really pretty awesome when it comes to uh, to to what we're we're making. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I was. I don't know, man, but it's really cool. And, and what's really nice about it is, man, all of us are super supportive of each other. I mean, I've known Michael Swart for, I think, 12 years now, and, you know, he's just a super nice guy. His wife and kids are amazing, and, um, you know, he's great. And, you know, I know the guys at Oldfield, which is awesome. Um, you know, Steve Carr, I don't know personally. Uh, we've we've chatted before uh, online, but uh, – and then also there's, there's one other – oh, there's um, – Oh man, it's the guitar company that they just started making amps. Um, I forget who they are. There's, oh man, uh, Andy Elliott. Yeah, Andy Elliott. Uh, Andy Elliott and I have, have hung out a couple times, and he's super nice as well. So uh, it's it's nice that we all support each other, and uh, and it's a good community. Yeah, and, and I, there's definitely others too, because I feel I've surfing the web, um, you know, especially with me trying to launch this uh, little network thing I'm doing. It's like I've definitely come across several that are, are out of North Carolina in different areas. Oh, um, right. Little Walter Tubams is also. Um, no, I think they're in Nashville. No, he's in, he, he's in North Carolina. 
because um, I, I personally have worked I uh, personally worked with him a bunch. He he does a lot of stuff out in Nashville, but he's in uh he's like an hour away from Raleigh. Really? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Man, that's really really neat. Yeah, Phil Bradbury. Okay. Yeah, he's got a nine one zero area code, so um, yeah, that's somewhere in North Carolina. Yeah, that's um, sweet. Yeah, yeah. So uh, all sorts. Uh, it's like I said, kind of unexpected, but um, I knew about. Port City, Oldfield, and Little Walter, and then I think there was, um, have you seen K or K or whatever? I think they're from North Carolina, but it could be wrong. Um, yeah, yeah, they're, um, they're actually about, I think they're about 45, 50 minutes away from us. Okay. Um, and so we're probably getting close, uh, to the end of this, but is, um, kind of what are your thoughts on the music and gear world, like, um, outside of port city um i mean do you see uh, obviously we touched on uh the amp modeling and stuff like that and kind of the need for uh some of that to be involved in uh people as they grow and that's kind of the expected the low wattage amps but right. i mean um are there any other trends that you can kind of guess or foresee or want to see um what I see, and this is something I really like, is I see a lot of people becoming a lot more um, aware and educated about what options they have. And I think social media and podcasts like this are really, really cool um, because, you know, there there really no secrets anymore. You know, um, you know you can find out whatever whoever used whatever on on any album or song. You can find it now, and uh, so a lot of people I find you know have become a lot more aware, a lot more articulate with what they want and what they think they need to get it, and um, and so that's really really cool. I mean the best thing. You know, when someone emails me is, you know, telling me their situation, you know, what they're playing now and what what they want to to achieve. And, you know, and and, you know, I like this. I don't like this. I like this because why I don't like this because why. And I think that's super. I think that's really, really cool. So I think people are a lot more aware, a lot of a lot, uh, a lot of education and they read. They're like you. I mean, they 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 just they scour and they find out what they want, and then it's very easy to supply them what they want um, if they can describe it to me, you know. And so I think that that's really cool. Um, and also, I really, um, I think the biggest shift right now is um, the used market. You know, trends like reverb, and you know, it, it was eBay five, six, seven years ago, mm-hmm. but reverb has really taken over. So. Um, you know, it's interesting to see how the used gear market um, is, is affecting the industry. Um, and so a lot of people, they buy gear, and it's the wrong gear for them, and they just have to lose, you know, lose 20, 30, 40, 45% on a purchase that went wrong. And that's heartbreaking because, man, as musicians, as people who love gear, you know, we, we really just we, we live for, for this. Mm-hmm. And to work so hard and to make a bad purchase and then find out that that piece is not for you is, is really tragic. And so this is not something that 
we necessarily advertise. Um, I mean, we'd never put it on a, a, a website or anything, but for the most part, in most cases, um, we are happy to give you know someone seven days with any of our products. And that way they can gig with it, they can record it, they can have their friends come over and listen to it. And if they love it, they can keep it. And if not, they can re- return it. And man, I give full refunds. So absolutely no pressure and no fear of, of making a bad choice, okay. you know? And, um, I mean, obviously there are, there's a potential that someone could abuse that. So it's not something that we do on a reoccurring basis with right. the same person because it could be like, Hey, I want to use it for an album, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'll send it back. And, you know, situations like that, you kind of have to take one at a time. Right. Uh, but you know, as long as, and I can kind of feel, you know, where people are when I'm talking to them on the phone or in their emails. And, you know, I can sense, you know, a sincere, you know, individual when it comes to, to getting a product. And in, in those situations, I, I honor that, uh, that opportunity to, uh, to let them uh, try it out. Because, man, you know, ultimately you're putting your money on the line and I'm putting my reputation on the line. And I would be, you know, I, I would be, it would it would be ridiculous for me to have someone buy something of mine and not be a hundred percent thrilled with it. Yeah. I just I, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. And so, you know, if if you want to try something out, let us know. You're gonna to have to pay for it up front, but you know, you've got that 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 seven day trial. And man, I, I I don't think a lot of other companies are willing to do that with their products. And I can say. I can say very proudly that of the hundreds of times that we've done that, um, there's only really been that I can remember two that have been sent back. And so, I, I mean, and I imagine that's less so for, like, say, myself. I got a very uh, unique style, especially aesthetically. Probably I wouldn't quite expect that same. Correct. It's only for stock colors, you know, because, you know, if you want a zebra skin, you know, wave cabinet, you know, there's not going to be any returns for any custom items. Right. That, that makes sense. Absolutely. And um, and probably my last question is, uh, so with obviously with everything turning more online and that type of stuff, uh, uh, do you see more of an upswing in sales? Do you see like, I don't know if you, how involved you were with actual retailers? And that type of thing or whatnot or I mean kind of how that's affecting you guys uh, you said you said you're busy so that's good uh, yeah um, you know we do have a small dealer network um, and we're certainly open to expanding that but what I've found is I really enjoy getting to know my clients and really being able to help them and in doing so I've actually talk people out of purchasing, you know, something of ours if I felt that they need something else. And, you know, because I like to treat everyone, you know, like I would want to be treated. And, uh, you know, someone who needs or says they want something, you know, maybe what we are offering isn't the exact perfect fit. And, uh, and you know, that's, that's fine. But, you know, dealers, you know, they've got 30 other brands that they're trying to sell, and sometimes yours get kind of swept under the rug or put in the corner. And, um, you know, I'm fine. And all the dealers that we have, I have very good relationships with. They sell well. It's great to have them. But I also really enjoy the direct sales, um, and especially overseas. Um, you know, we don't have a dealer in Australia or Greece or, you know, 
Italy, you know, so those people are, are coming through, you know, the website, and uh, I'm able to sort of deal with them directly, and, you know, we, we have a good time. And, uh, actually, I guess, I guess I got one more question. So, uh, okay. I, I had come across a gentleman, uh, I don't know if you know, remember Clifton Wright or not. Yeah, of course. A little 12, Great player. Little 12 lot, uh, little Port City style amp, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen that little type of guy from, uh, you, I don't know, is it a previous model, or what's that? Yeah, the 12 was a model that, uh, it was actually the second amp we ever released, and um, he got a hold of one a couple years ago, and he wanted the second one, so we, we made him a second one. But a 12 is, um, it's a really unique amp, um, and it, it was 12 watts, hence the name. It's got a pair of 6V6s and two um, ECC83 tubes, and uh, it, it's, it was a darker-sounding amp. Um, it was really, it, it was a good amp, and it sold okay, but the Merino that we released, um, uh, yeah, actually in NAM two years ago, the Merino, I think, does a much better job of what the 12 did, and it does a lot more. So um, we kind of just traded out yeah, the, uh, yeah, the 12 for the Merino. But, you know, when Clifton said, you know, hey, you know, I want another one, you know, of course we'll, we'll make them one. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's fine. But that's... We, we try to, to keep a pretty streamlined product right. uh, offering. And, um, you know, if we can make something better, we're going to go ahead and, and take Take something out and then replace it with with something better. That is really cool that you did. I didn't I didn't realize that you made him a second one. Uh, I, uh, look, I'm still kind of new to the story about that amp, but I figured I'd ask you about it since I was talking to you. Uh, yeah, I mean we we've we've had a couple amps that that we've discontinued um, just because we really wanted to focus our efforts on other things. Again, you know, with the stuff that we've got in prototyping, you know, in the prototype phase, um, you know, it just it's hard to market a lot of different things and um you know we're, we're known for our cabinets we're known for the pearl and now we're you know becoming known for the merino so the things that were just what we felt you know subpar or didn't really align with our our current vision of the company and what we're offering we just you know, phase those products out got it well hey i appreciate your time i'm sure you have stuff you got to do today um uh, looking forward man, thank you. This is so cool. And, and you know, to all the listeners, man, Kyle's a great dude. And, um, you know, I'm just glad to be here and glad that that, uh, that uh, people stuck this out and, and listened to the end. Hey, I appreciate it. Um, have a good day. And uh, right. looking forward to seeing what else, uh, your new product's coming out. Yeah, man, and hopefully one of these days we'll get a chance to meet in person, all right? That'd be great. <laughs> all right, Kyle. Hey, thanks again for everything, and uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Have a good one. Right, bye-bye. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Daniel. I mean, I know I had a blast. It was could have gone. We might even do a part two. That's how much fun we had. We've already kind of discussed it. And so, again, stay tuned to this week's showcase. Uh, follow us as we go through their products. Um, make sure you pop over to the showcase store where we feature a few of their items. Or just shoot straight over to portcityamplifiers.com or portcityamps.com and see their whole range of stuff. Um, And a reminder, we are doing that 15% giveaway. So go over to the Facebook, make sure you like their page, and you're entered to win. Sign up for the newsletter and you're doubling down. And again, signing up for the newsletter puts you... uh, 
a second vote in for that one. And it puts your name in the hat for Port City or for the Analog Man Bicomp. I hope you guys enjoyed. I know I did. Stay tuned for more to come. Thanks, guys. Thank mm-hmm. you.